This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Amen. Glory to God. As you said this morning, we are going to read the Word of God standing. Joshua chapter 1 verse 1. This is a very powerful scripture. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Tell your neighbor, say, Moses is dead. Ah, oh my shield. Moses died. Hallelujah. Lest I forget also, mommy will celebrate you. That is Desola's mom. Desola backs me up when I'm leading praise or worship. We love you, ma. She's also a pastor. We appreciate you, ma. God bless you, ma. Thank you for coming. Hallelujah. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all these people, unto the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel. Moses, my servant, is dead. So, it is possible for Moses to die, and Moses will always die. Hallelujah. God said to Joshua, Moses is gone. Why I want to share this today, I want to speak to everybody just to let you know you are more than you think you are. At times, you don't know how strong you are until those who are supporting you depart. And when God wants to bring out the hidden strength in you at times, he allows all support structures around you to collapse. The death of Moses did not come from Satan. Hallelujah. Moses represents any system that has helped you. Anything that you have looked up to that has covered you, that, has, that now has gone. A source of income that is now no more. A partner that you love so much that walks away. Something that used to be there. A system you enjoy and benefited from. A system that supported you. But all of a sudden, something happened. Now, I want to say the first thing. Don't get angry when Moses dies. If Moses does not die, you will not know the latent power that is in your spirit, man. Can I hear me? I don't want you to be quiet this morning. Praise the Lord. Every amen counts. Are you with me so far? Praise the Lord. So at times, the death of Moses is from God. And there is a reason. Because it was God that commanded Moses to go to the top of the mountain and to die. Because Moses was over anointed. By the virtue of staying in God's presence 40 days, 49, death could not enter again. So he took God himself to command him to go to the top of the mountain and to die. And that was how Moses died. He climbed on Nebo, climbed when he got to the top of the mountain. He stood there, he said, God, I am here now. Then God said, die. Then Moses says, I now die. <laughs> so that was how he died. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And when he died, when there is a change, it can be a difficult moment. Are you with me? When there is a change, it can be a difficult moment. But I want to tell you something. Everything in life 
is about understanding and right positioning. The flood that took others away was the same flood that carried the ark of Noah. If you are a sheep, S-H-I-P, you have no problem. Oh, if you are a sheep, you have no problem. If you are a sheep, you have no problem with the flood. It will carry you. But it will destroy other things. There are birds that are afraid of the wind. But a bird like eagle will be carried by the wind. So adversity is not always bad. When it is rightly approached. I need to know somebody is following me. So why were you quiet before? Say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. You see, in many African churches, when the pastor is preaching, you agree, you're on the border, you just, if I ask you to come and I say, has Jesus got there? And he move. Uh -huh. So he move. Okay, oh, oh, move. <laughs> they can water down, although that doesn't happen, but I'm just saying that. Please, it's good to respond. Uh -huh. So, and this is a uh, praise sanctuary now. <laughs> Are you with me? <laughs> praise the Lord. So, Moses, that's the system. So everything, it's about how you position yourself. Now, we do know, I started this last week and I just want to say that there are five basic questions. Some can call it four or three, but if you split it very well, maybe we'll say five confronting women that if you can answer those questions, your life will never be the same again. Whether you are white or black, whoever you are, it is true. Uh, this man shared it one time, Mass Mas Brown. Many people have said the same thing. That it's a question that human beings are looking for and they, they are seeking answers to day and night. Number one, which is the most fundamental of all questions, is who am I? People don't really know because if you can answer that question, it goes beyond I am Yoruba, Amibo, my name is Wale. As a matter of fact, nowadays names don't even count so much, unlike in the Bible days, that your name was your identity. If not, Pastor Emma was coming next week, I was going to go, get, get into how do people really experience a real change, a paradigm shift, a real change. So there are many people, and I spoke about that briefly on Wednesday, who are born again, born again. But then, masturbation. Why do we have the things of the past still in people's life? You cannot blame them, but they have to be taught. Do you know how many Christians, now I used to be in America, but it's spreading to Nigeria now who are believers but still battling with homosexuality we had a program in the city one time and then at the, in the night we just decided oh those of us who could get some money i think i got a room for nine thousand but then some of the brethren who could not we just added so we started calling that okay uh, who do we know in this city can you help us host this person and one of the brothers that had a fantastic worship night with us a brother was told to stay with him and he just grabbed him in the middle of that he had to run away he was going to rape him and it was actually genuinely saved. We, we need to talk about what happens when the things of the past are still in the soul of a man. And we are going to take it from the journey of the Israelites. They left Egypt in one day, boy, took 39 years for Egypt to leave their soul. It was when they got Joshua chapter 5. How many years after that God told Joshua to make sharp knives and to cut them, circumcise them again. And he said, today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt. 39 years after leaving Egypt. How many people are born again listening to me now? And there's still so many things in Egypt. Inside people's soul. There are ministers covering the particular city in America. 
and all the ministers were lodged in one particular hotel when they left and they did a survey of the most watched channel it was a pornographic channel as the meetings were ending in the night people were getting back to the hotel and they were still watching and why why how many passed still the old anger the old issue all those things are still there even though people have spent 17 years in church there is an answer in the word of god and we are going to look at this everybody's trying to say something so some will say you need to go for deliverance there is a new one i say sorting out word of faith will say you need to confess but everybody recognizes that there is something let's leave it there we go and we go into that another day so that must have been the, the moment jacob said to that angel bless me you will expect the angel to lay hand on his head and say jacob i bless you the angel said what is your name can there be a connection in the true spiritual blessing and a change in your identity no wonder the bible talks that come out of your father's house everybody so esau stayed at home nothing good happened to esau jacob left jacob became a great man the joseph brother stayed at home nothing but joseph left he was one that came to rescue them why is it that the one that carries the blessings is one that leaves and have you really left your father's house it's, it's, it's deeper than carrying your load and living physically even though living physically is also good that's why i cannot encourage a woman to marry a man who is still staying in his father's house honestly i know the economic situation don't misunderstand my name, but as much as you can try and step out to start your own family but that's now a direction today are you are you getting what i'm saying praise the lord <laughs> hallelujah this question rings it's it's very important to people everybody's seeking to know who 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 am i for the first time jacob you know the meaning when he asked the angel for the blessing and he said what is your name it's a deep spiritual truth the angel was trying to say that you know what there is something about your identity creating this problem god appeared to jacob so at times and a divine encounter does not necessarily stop what is going on in your soul yeah I told them a, a part of this story that Pastor Bakari told them, but thank God God rescued him. I think I mentioned it on Wednesday. I think it started from his grandpa or great-grandpa. Having a good time, decided to marry the love of his life and got married to her. They were having a good time until the mother came to the house. The man, the mother, and the wife were having a good time in the morning, gisting, and the man went to his farm. Came back, made the mother cry, and the mother said, the wife punched him. Punch her. Punch her nose. Drove her out and began to marry. For a second, until he got to the night's wife. The grandpa, all of them is Islamic cleric. The grandpa was a chief man, did the same thing. Then Pastor Bakari's father married. Pastor Bakari's mother was night's wife. Married one wife, was in love with the woman. And the next thing, uh, I think his own mom was late, was the big auntie that came. They were talking in the morning and he went out. He came back, met the auntie outside. They heard that your wife punched my nose. Drove her out and went to go to Pastor Bakari's mom, night's wife. Pastor Bakari became a pastor in Latin after he left with him. He was his, oh no, his only child. He, his mom was around and they were gisting in the house with the wife in the kitchen and he left them, drove to Latin, you know, back to the office and came to the and he came back home and he met my mom sister crying and said, well, your, your, my, your wife punched my nose. All of that, it was nose they were punching. Pastor today Bakari, he told us the story. And, but thank God that mama was the one that told him the story. So he wanted to send away the wife and he heard the voice of God. You will marry nine times. You know, some people, I know there are people like listening to me that you are already, you are already seeing patterns. 
In some cases, everybody drives away their wife. And now you are born again and you are about to drive away yours. Any enemy you don't conquer, your children will live. You will watch them. You will cry. But there's nothing you can do about it. Because you have the chance. I know somebody is pulling this from my spirit because this is not my direction. I plan to say this. Maybe I maybe this. Maybe the following Sunday we are going to talk about this. So why? Why? The, the believers have met. I met one maybe like about four years ago. Four, four, four years ago. It's a very popular, it's a celebrity in the country. You meet this person and it's about the best person you can meet. Why he will beat his wife to, the, to stoop? Nobody could explain until the wife left. Then check the father, the same thing. But the father was not born Now he is born again. This is someone that wake up in the morning and pray in tongues. And he will finish praying in tongues for one hour and he will descend on her. How, how can that be? That's why you're talking to people like that. They cannot see what you are saying. They believe that she should be. Are you saying I should not beat her? Are you saying the way she's talking? And you can't see that there is a problem. There's a problem. Does this have to do with thinking pattern, mindset, or some other things? We are going to look at all these things. But let's look at death of Moses today. Hallelujah. It is in the wisdom of God that will allow Moses to die. You can start business with somebody. The most valuable staff is living. A friend that you could trust. Then there's a betrayer and the friend is living. A partner walking away. Somebody, maybe the biggest customer bringing money. Write a note. I'm not interested again. One of these two things will happen. And you know what? If this has never happened to you before, prepare for it. It is what will shoot you up or sink you. Everybody to go to another level in life. That defining moment will always happen. Something will happen that will look like what will take you out. But it is that very thing that takes you high. But you must understand and rightly approach this matter. Are you getting me? Praise the Lord. So, the one that brought the Ten Commandments was Moses. The one who provided food, manna that the earth was Moses. And Joshua was just... So, when Moses died, the word arise. It means that he was sitting down. Everybody just sat down. So, the journey ended. Joshua was scared. But here is the thing. Oh, Acts chapter 15 verse 18. The Bible says, No known to God are all his works before the foundation of the earth. There is no challenge standing before you that you are not prepared for. You might not know that God has been preparing you. But God has prepared you already. Glory to God. So I said to you this morning, you are more ready than you think you are. Shout a living amen. You are ready for next level. You are ready to take over. You are ready to rise. Hallelujah. Because if you read, that is, we just read Joshua 1. But if you go back a chapter and you study, and you read Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 9. Deuteronomy 34, verse 9. The Bible says Joshua was full of the spirit of wisdom because Moses has laid hand on him. So before Moses left, there was already a deposit of power. 
So it was there. But the way it works, Joshua wouldn't use it if God did not take Moses. There are things coded in your soul now, your spirit, that you know and you don't know you know. Because there is somebody helping you. There is a creativity in you and the ability that you have that you don't know because there is somebody helping you. I remember the story. As was Les Brown. When the major presenter on TV got drunk and he was just like a messenger in the office and there must be life on air. And he said, can I? He had been listening. Oh, can I pray that may God take your Moses? <laughs> Say amen. It's a good prayer. Hallelujah. That was how Les Brown went. They saved the Joel Austin. God does not make mistake. Joel Austin's father, John Austin was the father. Joel is the one you know now. John Austin was a preacher. Joel was the editor recording. But in order to edit the message, he must listen to the message. He never, he detested pulpit. He never stood before 10 people to preach before in his life. He never. But you see, God has a way of preparing people. But the father will preach. So he will sit down for hours to edit the message. This one shouldn't go out. This one should go out. So we have to, sometimes we listen to the message five times to determine which one they will put on TBN, which one. In the course of doing that, that was God's training. Are you aware that you've been trained for something you don't even know right now? The training is going on. Are you following me? When uh, Abraham's servant showed up and he asked Rebecca to uh, water the camel, and the Bible said, Rebecca, Rebecca water, the guy asked for water. I said, I will give you water. I will also give your camel water. Later, I went to check very well. Rebecca was, Rebecca was Laban's younger sister. Laban was a terrorist. Look at all they did to Jacob. He must have been forcing Rebecca to water the camel day and night. I've told you this church before. Go and read very well. How did Esther win the beauty pageant? Others went in and they were asking the chief Enoch for what they wanted. Can I have Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hardy, Seventh Avenue? One said, no, I want Ninth Avenue. <laughs> uh, uh, which uh, pairs do you, women use? All those say, uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know the name. <laughs> Hallelujah. So all those things, you know, and the chief Enoch will give them. But nobody has sense out of them to think that this guy was the one keeping the former queen that was dethroned. Is it not wisdom to ask the guy that, sorry, what kind of fragrance do you think the king will like? That if I put it on, he will like me. Nobody asked him. And the guy didn't tell anybody also. But the Bible says about Esther, she had never disobeyed Mordecai before. Mordecai must have been a tough uncle. When he was bringing up Esther, all the discipline and everything, that was Jehovah's school. Maybe you did not go to Harvard. But you have gone to Jehovah's school. Many times you did not know that schooling has taken place. And it's taking place in some cases. Some of the things you call negative experiences at times. The school of Jehovah. There are some of you. There is no rejection again that can shake you. Because severally God has made some to happen. When you felt like you were going to die because everybody turned against you. You survived. When they turned against you it is child's play. Tell your neighbor, you'll be to school without knowing. <laughs> is somebody listening to me? There's Jehovah's school. Many of you have been there without knowing. Hallelujah. Oh, the way this thing works. I, I, I was in I, I was in UK. This is Tolu, Tolu, Tolu Shobukola, my friend. He's a doctor in, in Manchester now. 
And then I was in his house, and they saw I saw four of his kids. And then his wife, his wife was also a daughter. She was working in Scotland. How are you doing it? Then in the morning, I was going to preach in our CCG in Manchester, and it was one that came to pick me in the room. So he came to join me, and he came with his children, and he came so early. I was like a doctor, a man, not even a young doctor, taking care of me. I said, How do you? And he told me when he was a medical student in UI, every time he was on holiday with his uncle, the uncle's wife would just abandon all the kids with him. He would bathe them, iron their clothes, take them to school, make a, a sailor for them, and all of them. He did not know that job will carry his wife to another country and that he will be able now he does it freely the kids are around me playing me i can't even take care of i can't bet one <laughs> thank you for all those who are living with me because i don't know how to be running after you you know the way children are to bet one they run 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 tell you stories and ask you questions <laughs> it's amazing schooling has been going on Hallelujah. So when Moses goes, so all along, God had given Joshua the anointing to lead. But he sat back there because Moses was leading. So when Moses died, God said, Joshua, take these people. You have the ability. It's in you. And I'm saying to everybody, what it takes for the next level is in you. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we thank you. Are, you. are you with me? So it's already there. But people don't know. So he said to Joshua, yeah. And the second thing to that that you need to know. So the death of Moses will reveal your hidden strengths. It will come out. It will also let you know one thing. Which is very important. And I want everybody to pay attention here. You know the story of the woman. When she went to see the sons of the prophet. The same thing happened to her. Moses had left. She went to meet Elijah in 2 Kings chapter 4 and he said that, oh, my husband was a prophet, he feared God. He said, but he was a debtor. He said, your husband, he said, my, my husband died and the creditors have come to take our children. You see, while the husband was alive, he was a debtor, but he knew how to manage the debts. You know, some people can do that very well. As Wale is coming to collect his money, you collect another money from Sukomi, you borrow again and pay Wale. Now Sukomi is a new creditor now. And the way Sukomi calls for his money, you talk to Deji. So there was a way the husband was managing the debts. That creditors never came when the husband was alive. But then Moses died. So creditors came. Oh, something hidden that you will never see until Moses goes. When her husband died, she cried to the prophet. And the prophet said, I have just one question for you. What do you have in your house? She first said, I have nothing. God has never created anybody who has nothing. There's one of the questions, apart from who am I? The next question is, what am I here for? Why am I here? What is my mission in life? And we're going to look at these questions another day. Why am I here? Why am I here? The next one is, what can I do? What do I have? What do I have? If you can answer these three questions, your life will never be the same again. What do I have? Sometimes, you have a job, but it is different from your assignments. What do I have? Why am I here in this world? Who am I? Why am I here? What do I have? What have I come to give my generation? What do I have? 
Actually, when you know who you are and you know why you are here, it will readily answer the talk because you will know what you are here for. God has never made a mistake. Everybody listening to me this morning, you were sent into this world by God to fulfill a role. He created a role and he saw that only you, only you can fill that role. And there will never be another you again. Nobody will come from the same father and the mother you came from again. At this time you came, nobody. They can be born after you or before you, but not the time you nothing. So no, so it cannot, it can't. If your name is there, you cannot have another digit that is your age, the same mother, the same body from your parents. It's not possible. Are you getting what I'm saying? When I learned that some insects are trying some flowers and some are not, and that some of them are color blind. They can only see a particular color. And they feed on the color they can see. And God made all of them. Everything has been planned very well by God. So the woman said nothing. The prophet said no. It can, you, you can't have. You cannot. So that's a big question. What do you have? And she said, ah. She just remembered. When Moses was at home, they never saw that jar of oil. If Moses saw it also, they wouldn't be in death. I said that I just have a jar of oil. And God said, fantastic. I want to end this message here. Because nowadays I'm trying to keep to time. It's a big question. What do you have? You know the funny thing? It's amazing, sirs, how obsessed we are with what others have. We want to be like someone else. Listen to me. Whether you sing or you do anything, if you don't add your signature to what you do, you can never break into limelight. The principles are the same, but what stands you out whether you write a book, every author I've read, there is a particular way each author writes. Your own, you, every product that comes from must be colored with your personality. That is what creates a space for you out there where the space is crowded. Otherwise, it cannot be. So if you sing, check all singers, both gospel and secular. There is a signature. There is a way. There is a way. There is a way. Yeah. They can say the same thing, but there is a way. If that is not discovered, nothing. Nothing. Hallelujah. We are so concerned about others, what they are. But God, hey, I'm about to make a statement. Are you with me? God does not bless what you want to have. And you know the good news? God does not bless what has left you. He blesses what you have left. Do you get that? God does not bless what has left you. He blesses what you are left with. So when Lot left Abraham, as soon as he left, God told Abraham that look around, I will give you this land. Because you can begin to complain because of who has left. But you must understand that God is not concerned about who, who is left, who has left. When the person departs, the question God will ask you again is that, have they left you? So what are you left with? <laughs> and your journey of greatness begins with what you are left with, regardless of who has left. When an office tells you you are fired, as you go, when you get home, don't weep too much over it. Only spirits and angels will stand beside you. All they want to ask you is, have they told you to leave their company? What are you left with? Glory to God. I celebrate what God has given us. We don't have ill song, but we have rivers of life. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm so full of joy seeing all of you every day. 
We are not redeemed. A redeemed church. We love redeemed so much. I love Pastor Adeboy. I love him so much. But I love this church more. What do you have? What do you have? We don't have Abraham Laborel, but we have Kenny. We have Yemi. We don't have Tom Brooks. We have Sam. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are, you, are you with me? Praise the Lord. Oh, we don't have Joyce Mia, but we have Pastor Money. <laughs> Pastor David is in charge of how to. We don't have Ray Bonky, but we have Pastor David. And I'm full of joy. She's in charge of you. Pastor Bimbo has gone to glory, but we have Pastor Mayowa. Who received some deposit from her? Glory to God. What about a belly of God? <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, Pastor is in children's church. What a wonderful... That's what I look at. My, that's what I see. Pastor Abbey, Pastor Joshua, Pastor Shadi. That's what I see. What do you see? And once you start thinking like this, great value will start coming from that thing. So the woman finally valued the oil. Oh, so I have oil. He said, go and bring it. He said, you know what? Lock the door and stay. Lay vessel. I'm going to explain the meaning of lock door. The same thing. The angel never appeared to Jacob until he was left alone. There must be a moment where outside things must be put outside. And you focus on something already given to you. Oh, I've been tempted to say more. Let's stop here. <laughs> Shall we rise? <laughs> Is somebody blessed this morning? Listen to me very well, everybody. From today, what will happen next Sunday and every other Sunday that you are here, you will have unusual encounters with God all through. There will not be a Sunday you will come in that you will not see. Now, I believe today has been higher than last week. You cannot tell what will happen next week. This place is anointed and it's a new experience here. I'm saying to everybody, tell people that you see in the office and in places, there's a place where they will hear the word of God and it will change them. I wish some of your friends, some of your colleagues were here this morning to listen. People that you love. Why won't you ask them to come next Sunday? Hallelujah. There is a publicity of knocking door-to-door -door preaching. Fantastic. But there is the publicity of you telling people around you what your eyes have seen. I believe it's a crime to be blessed by a message and not tell somebody about it. Don't be a sentimental person. If you go to a church and you are not blessed, keep your mouth. Don't tell anybody. But if you receive a word and you know that this will do something to be start sharing with other people, it is true. The four lepers taught on that principle. As they were carrying food from 10 to 10, one of them said that this is a great idea of good news. Let's go and share with them in the city. He said, if we don't, calamity will overtake us before tomorrow. Sometimes, does it grieve God when we are blessed and we don't tell other people? You know how many people send me messages, marriage upside down, this one down, and most of them don't even come to this church. There's famine out there. And I'm saying to everybody, reach out to people around you. Some have wrong notions of church. Just say, when we come to church, we just collect people's money. We're peace too. Oh yeah, your time, your offering, bring the money. They don't, they don't know that it's a place where lives have been transformed. 
can you share? Tell people around. I've made up my mind by the grace of God and by the help of the Holy Spirit, every Sunday here will be super solid. Today's message will go around on the internet and it will bless lives. If you have opportunity, when they post any part of this message, opportunity of sharing, please help us share. Oh Father, we'll lift up your hands and just give God praise. Just worship Him. Thank Him. Just thank Him. Give Him praise. Give Him all the glory. Worship Him. Worship Him. Oh Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I worship you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I worship you. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. Speak in the name of Jesus that you will experience a great time this week. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church is beyond a religion it is joining god's family and that is done when you believe in christ jesus so i just want to lead you right away now if you are if you want to give your heart to christ just say after me say lord jesus i believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins i accept you as my lord and my savior and from today i belong to you if you have said those words will be late you are born again you are part of god's family right now you can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.